Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. Well, Joseph, that certainly was a movie. Yeah, I feel like there's no way we would have gotten that, even if nothing happened and um, the movie was released on schedule, because this was like a four-hour cut. Like, that would never have been allowed. This was almost like three three movies. I mean, the way they separated into parts, it was, it was a perfect miniseries. Yeah, I kind of wish that they had just released it as episodes so that I could have a bathroom break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what they should have done because this felt really more like a miniseries. Those chapters really broke it down into its themes and it was very episodic. Um, and that's what I think gave it its power. I th- I personally even think it could have standed to be a little bit longer if that was the take they were going to even explain a few or the more things. It is, to me, the best uh dc film is done so far within within this universe and it's not technically part of the universe <laughs> i know it's 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 all very confusing now because i think you're gonna have a lot of people because this this it, it's no end game but it was good it feels much more definitive than the original theatrical cut what this made me feel like is it was like a, it was one of the animated movies like I, that's how I kind of look through the lens. Like if I could just picture everything animated, one of the DC animated films, would I have enjoyed this entire film and been wanting more at the end? And the answer is yes. Like I want to see the, the apocalyptic dream sequence could become into reality. I want to see that battle. I want to see dark sea take care of it all. I, I, I'm interested now I'm invested. And now Warner brothers doesn't know, probably know what to do with themselves. Cause they're like, ah, who do we trust here? Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Uh, Warner Brothers came out ahead of this a couple months ago and, you know, was like, this is a narrative dead end. This is a narrative cul-de-sac. This is an alternate universe. This is not what we have planned for the DCEU. So- exactly. But everyone is going to be on board with this because this is kind of what they wanted. Like if, I'd, if somehow they had released this in two separate release, like theatrical releases at the same time, you know, just two movies releasing at once. Or double feature it, or whatever the fuck they do, and we watched this in the theater. I think you would have had uh, a much more delighted and less controversial controversial moment in 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 the DC universe. There, um, people would have liked this. I would have liked this. I liked this. Cyborg had a character. You know, it was nice to actually see characters from here. I mean, I think I've been pretty honest with people about my expectations for the Snyder Cut. I've laughed at it. You know, I, I never took it seriously um, because for years it was just a it was like a hashtag. Um, and I, I have to give it to the fans like they legitimately willed this movie into existence. And I didn't just tolerate it. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. And I liked I I sort of liked the theatrical one, but I only saw it once. I never bothered rewatching it. And this to my very very large surprise. This makes me want to go back and watch the extended version of Batman v Superman, a movie that I swore I would never watch again. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure. Um, I can't believe it. I know. I know. But that's the thing. It makes you want to go back. I'm not going to because I know they're bad movies. But this was good. I mean, maybe if BVS had like a four and a half hour cut. And because Schneider apparently is really good at telling a very, very, very long, long story. It was quite um, long. Yes. And that's fine. Then he should go and start doing miniseries events, limited series on this kind of quality level. And he can 
tell his story for 10 hours. You know, I mean, if you told me there was a 10 hour Watchmen cut, I would watch it. I would. Because I, I like the, the three hour Watchmen cut that we got in this in the special edition. I like the added scenes. So if that's what you have to do in order to tell these stories properly, then fine. You know, like it's not it's again, it's not Avengers. I didn't get filled with the same like breath of hope. This is a different world. And in this particular way they did it, they salvaged the Snyder universe. But sadly, they have their own plans now and everyone's going to be. Ugh, this is going to be a freaking nightmare. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be ridiculous, actually. And and you and I, we're not huge fans of Zack Snyder's work in the DC. I mean, I know you did not care for Man of Steel, and I know you didn't care for Batman v Superman. Are you shocked that you like this? Because I'm shocked. I'm I'm shocked that it, I feel like, I'm shocked that, yes, I like it as much as I do. I mean, like like you said, it wasn't just tolerable, it was enjoyable. I, I sat there and I pretty much just shut up and watched it. I started taking notes in the first hour, and I realized it was just not a lot of changes but some of the changes were there that still didn't make sense. But it, because it's so long, it feels like that first hour was so long ago that I stopped giving a shit. You know, like uh, the by the time we get to where the story is really revving up, I'm I'm in it. I'm enjoying it. And the, the complaints I had were were beginning to become minuscule again and nitpicky. I'm like, all right, fine, let's just keep going. Um, I'm never gonna like the bank scene. Um, I still think some of the, some of the logic is contrived. That's Zack Schneider. Lois Lane is still a Duzak Machina, but he did manage to pull this really great introduction of everybody. So everyone has their own moment to shine and them coming together this time feels earned. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel rushed. I got to enjoy Cyborg's character. I got to enjoy a little bit more of everyone, I think, in a different kind of a way. The introductions made so much more sense. Uh, Flash's introduction, the moment with Iris, I absolutely loved. That Iris, by the way, is adorable. I hope I hope they don't recast her for the Flash movie. I don't know what the heck they're going to do now. You know, going back to actually having some Victor Stone background, uh, in, the, in the theatrical version, I don't remember a damn thing about cyborg except that he's a cyborg and this they did they did a lot to like showcase like his backstory they did a lot to um they did a lot to show like his technopathy and the the overwhelming thought i had when they were showing his powers was can victor stone get me bitcoin (laughs) he can he can he really can (laughs) he can get whatever you want that guy controls all technology and he's 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 super powerful when it comes to that. He can get you Bitcoin. He can get you nuclear arms. He can get whatever the fuck you want. I just, I just wish they would have let him say booyah. Nope, nothing like that. I still don't like the design for Cyborg. I'm trying to think of how else they could have done it differently. I get you don't like the the kind of glass mirror, you know, disco ball kind of look on him. Is that what it is? Because I mean, he always looked like a cyborg. I I know, but something more practical. I think. Like, um, have you seen um, Doom Patrol? Yeah. I've seen bits of it. So have you seen him, Cyborg, in Doom Patrol? So like something like that, something a little more, I, I want to say low tech. Yeah, I, I'd i say that, but a little more cinematic. Okay, so just put a little extra money into it. A little less, a little less CGI. Yeah, okay. But uh, that being said, in her defense, Doom Patrol was going for something really grounded, whereas this, they were going for the design. You know, they were they wanted to take that, cyborg from the comics from the cartoons and bring him to life and they try to modernize it so 
I don't have too much to uh, criticize about that. It did look like a, a disco ball sometimes when they when the shot is right and the lighting is right. It's just like okay, it's just a, a human body mirror covered in mirrors. Uh, How do you like Steppenwolf's redesign? Better, still not Thanos, but better. That's how I felt. <laughs> yeah, it's it's better. It's I mean, like again, the the bar was really low when it comes to comparativeness. So again, I'm comparing these to other DC movies. And the fact is I enjoyed this one. And other than Shazam and the birds of prey, I haven't enjoyed any of the DC movies. I didn't enjoy wonder woman, but not, not the second one. Yeah. Not the second one as much. Um, You, You know what issue they still have though in, in this movie and just in the DCEU in general, every main villain is a gray CJI blob monster every time. Yeah, I know. They, and that's why, you know, Batman's rogue gallery, I think, is really important to dive into a little bit because they're not. They're more men in suits in some kind of a capacity. They're all just men in weird other suits. But at least they're more human and they're more grounded. Um, I, fi- I find myself wanting, like, a really good, like, Christopher Nolan-esque Batman villain to pop in again. We could talk about Dark Knight Rises into forever, but Dark Knight was was a great villain that didn't require a CGI blob monster <laughs> model to, to come in and, and tell a good story. Um, I mean, we did get a little bit of Jared Leto being very Heath Ledger-esque at the end. Yeah, and I wouldn't call him a Heath Ledger-esque. He, it, was, it was his own. It was just a little bit still the maddening element of it. it but he looked the... That face was definitely like heavily inspired by the Dark Knight Heath Ledger. So I could see that. So much better than Suicide Squad version of him. So much better. So much better. And I think that and I think that's another thing. I think this cut was heavily inspired by redemption and a way and like having learned and grown and, you know, tweak his editing style a little bit to make it more succinct. And I think it it we can celebrate that, that it worked. That I'm, I'm glad that time was taken. Um, his beautiful dedication to his daughter, you know, that it's he did this with a purpose and you could feel it. So whatever nitpick I have, like I I, I hand it down and I'm like, all right, I can enjoy this movie as a standalone movie by itself. I don't need to watch Man of Steel or BVS. I can just enjoy this because by itself it does work. Am I were you ever gonna get anything else from this? Probably not. You know what this movie had that I really liked from the theatrical run? They kept it. All of Barry Allen. He's not Grant Gustin, who I would say is probably my Barry Allen, but I really like Ezra Miller's performance in this movie. Yeah, no, he's he's a really good, like, anxious, kind of geeky, on the spectrum, nervousness. The personality and the character is there. His expressions are there. I, I enjoy Ezra Miller in this in this role. And I agree with you too. Like I'm a big fan of, uh, of of CW Flash. That's that's where my my favorite DC content is on CW, and that's just the way it is. Yeah, this movie was pretty cool, but it wasn't Legends of Tomorrow, guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that being said, this movie was really good. I, you know, so that you're gonna get that. I'm not I'm not gonna sit there and, and love on it the way Endgame made me feel because Endgame had ten years of buildup, and Warner Brothers by cheating they skipped a lot of that. So you're not going to, you're not going to get that. So it's unfair to, it's, it's unfair to compare. And this would be like if phase one only had three movies. The Marvel universe is a much more fleshed out universe. They didn't rush it. They took a lot of time to develop it. 
over, you know, 20 something movies. This universe has always felt more rushed, uh, darker. And, I, you know, those aren't really things that I enjoy. But this movie, I really it made a case. It did. It made, it made a case. And I think it, it, it won that case. But now it's going to lead to a lot of confusion for the future of the DCU. <laughs> Yeah, they're go- they're going to go straight from release the Snyder Cut to unleash the Snyderverse. It's already trending. One of those people are just like, I- we can't. Is there a scene that stands out to you as your favorite in this cut? Yeah, no, the first age stuff was really just was amazing to me. I loved it. Um, but really, the Barry Allen Iris scene, I think, is the thing that standed out to me the most and was still something I was thinking about even an hour after. Yeah, no, I would I would agree with that. I and I've seen stills from that scene because they were cut from the original movie. I'm glad they restored it. I more Barry Allen in this context is is better. And I also really liked uh, at the end of the movie that run Barry run turn back time. That was really cool because for a second I was like, legitimately, are they going to are they just going to leave this on everyone dying? Yeah, exactly. I was like, is this OK? Maybe that's how they're going to just end it and just call it a day. We know this was intended to be part one of a part two. Yeah, this was supposed to be another one. Um, and there was going to be a Batman in between, right? The plan was there was going to be like a solo Batman movie and then Justice League 2. Who knows? They've changed that slate so many times. Bloody hell. Also, uh, Superman's two dad scenes, like the scene with the audio from both of his dads where he's getting that black suit. That was really good. Yeah, that was really good. That was well done. I've never felt that hype for Henry Cavill Superman ever. He just was not given any of the good material. Henry Cavill's a great Superman. He just was not given the material. This this felt more true. This felt more real. I love that sequence too. That was him turning his back on the red suit and choosing another one. Yeah, that black suit's badass. Yeah, that was... Henry Cavill as Superman here really worked. But why, Joseph? Why didn't they go for the mullet? <laughs> a lot of options for, for Superman costumes over the years. I'd say they should have gone the full Nick Cage then. You never go full Nick Cage. They tried. They almost did. As a whole documentary will attest. Here's a big question, though. Did Darkseid forget which planet kicked his ass? Yeah, I, I, either he wasn't telling anyone because he was embarrassed or he lost it. Yes, the Earth moved, you know, because, you know, planets do that and shit. And he just didn't want to look at it. His pride was hurt for a few millennia. That, that was implied that he didn't know where Earth was anymore. He had forgotten it. That had confused me. I was like, you got your ass handed to you. You think you'd remember it forever. But maybe that's the point. Maybe he did get his ass handed him and then he just conveniently forgot. So he never had to deal with it again. Also, Darkseid looked exactly like, oh, had a very Kratos from God of War vibe to him. But yeah, you were not the only one who's confused by that. Refresh my memory. Did Cyborg's dad get evaporated in the theatrical cut? I think so. I want to say yes, but I have not seen Justice. I think I've seen Justice League twice, once in the theaters and once when it came out, just to remind myself why I didn't like it at all. And it was it was barely tolerable, but I watched it and tried to give it compliments because everyone kept saying I was a I was a hater and I was just trying to like. So I tried to find the good things in it. It was not a lot. But this I sincerely liked <laughs> without without having a gun in my face. So I don't remember anything about the theatrical cut. That's the bottom line to that. It's been supplanted by this movie. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm thankful. I hope that this will wash the taste out forever. I will probably even watch this watch this again either today or the next sometime during the weekend. And if I ever just get the hankering to watch a good Justice League thing, I'll either watch one of the good animated ones or I'll watch this. This is now on my list of things I can watch, and it's nice. 
Also, Ben Affleck's Batman, I like you. I unapologetically like you. He's a great Bruce Wayne. He is. He's a great Batman and a great Bruce Wayne, and he deserved a, to be given some good respect and his own film to actually flush out his own character by himself. It's upsetting that things got so ugh, insane and dramatic during all this. Kudos to Zack Snyder for uniting him and Jared Leto's Joker, though, because that even even though I don't think it's going to go anywhere, it was really entertaining. Yeah, just the just the whole you know thing, talking about his Robin. That moment alone is just going to fuel fans for a long time. Also, post-apocalyptic Barry's armor. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. It was um, I, I it was very medieval. Now that seeing it up close in some of those shots, it was very medieval. Yeah, like I didn't realize it was him for half that scene. Plus, he had facial hair. He had like they they did whatever he could to make him look older and more seasoned. How did you like the little bits of Martian Manhunter they threw in here? Um, I I actually wish there was a little bit more. I'm glad he was in it, though. I'm glad they had a little bit here or there. I would love to see more Martian Manhunter. Big fan of the character. Love him in Supergirl. I legitimately thought that first scene, him coming out of Lois Lane's apartment, was the was going to be the only thing we got. Okay, so you're happy that we got that little extra bit at the end, too. It was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm here to help. Okay. Sure. You're on the team, I guess. We got we got extra chairs. We got extra chairs. We'll get take another one out. See, there's room for more. And then we're going to get some Green Lantern action happening. Is that Scott? He, he did have a plan, and that plan might have eventually come to a decent fruition. But like I said, I still firmly believe that even if this he was director and his daughter didn't pass, creating the whole situation that forced him to leave um and the studios gave him carte blanche outside of the time i still feel like we got a superior product now and everything just happened the way it did it's just unfortunate that now we want more and we see a clear path to something we're not going to get it never say never because i never thought we'd get this true they could decide to go a different direction a different route again did you catch who got put in charge of star labs at the very end I feel like I should have known him because they did a huge name drop. He was a nanotech guy. Yeah, it's Ryan Choi, the Atom, one of the Atoms. Oh, okay. He's the Atom. Okay. He's not the Atom that I'm familiar with in in, uh, Legend of Tomorrow. No, although Ryan Choi's character was in Crisis on Infinite Earths. He was one of the Paragons. I figured they were name dropping something and it just was like beyond me. And I didn't remember that name in my head. Not as familiar with DC as much as I am Marvel these days. I mean, I don't think it's ever going to go anywhere, obviously, but they were clearly setting up the Atom. They were clearly setting up the Atom. This thing was going to go somewhere. And the fact that uh, Deathstroke was there at the end trying to help them out. See, that would have been the, that would have been, the I guess, the Matt Reeves Batman movie would have been how that happened. How he and Batman joined up again. Yeah, it's a shame. So, basically, this movie, assuming another miracle is not going to happen was a beautiful reminder of the disappointment we're about to face again. There's a quote from the movie, and I think it sums up the fan base well. The story of the defiance is well known. DC fans kind of defied expectations. They defied logic. And this movie happened. I don't know if lightning's going to strike again. I don't think that that's necessarily going to happen. But if it does, I guess I'm in. Yeah, this got me excited for the DC universe again. And that is a rare and miraculous thing. So I'll believe, I'll believe it if it jumps on. I will support it. I still don't like Man of Steel or BBS. Yeah, that's valid. So there you go. Guys who are always screaming that we're DC haters, 
Yes, yes, we are, because the quality usually sucks. Today is a different day. So thumbs up, thumbs down? Thumbs up. I'm giving it, like, I, if I gave it a number ranking, it would definitely be like a 7.58 to me. Yeah, I'm going to have to say the same thing. Thumbs up. Didn't expect it. Loved it. Yeah, I mean, it's good that you didn't. we didn't have extreme expectations into it, but I think it really did sell. It, it sold the point, and it sold the world. All right, so make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast. And you can email us at InfinityCast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.